1: good risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains, welcome back we are on the final day of our week talking gratitude monday we kicked it off with a little bit of evolution tuesday we had a brief conversation about gratitude's effect on our health wednesday we talked about the art of gratitude as a practice yesterday we dug into gratitude in the workplace today we're talking about how we teach the concept of gratitude to children
0: first and foremost entitlement is an enemy of gratitude When you believe you're owed something, it becomes nearly impossible to be grateful for it when it comes. We're not saying you're never owed anything or that hard work doesn't deserve reward, but our first battle is establishing a mindset that is able to find gratitude even in those situations. Can you be grateful for the opportunity to have worked for that promotion? Can you be grateful for your skills and talents that got you there? Can you be grateful to your boss for being the kind of person who notices your hard work? It's approaching any given situation with just a little bit of humility.
1: Unfortunately, these days, some people hear the word humility and they immediately think it's the opposite of confidence. Instilling my children with confidence is a top priority of mine. We know that confidence is another major facet of happiness, right up there with gratitude. So let's quickly recap the building blocks of confidence. First, it's purpose. It's knowing what you're showing up for and why. Second, it's taking risks. It's being ready to try and fail. Next, it's not beating yourself up for failure. It's accepting that failure is part of the success, not the end of success. It's setting goals, setting markers of progress, and celebrating along the way. It's optimism. And finally, it's knowing your core values, understanding the building blocks of you.
0: Exactly. Nowhere in those building blocks of confidence will you find entitlement.
1: In fact,
0: entitlement is more likely to deteriorate confidence if and when what you believe you're owed doesn't come your way. You're likely to respond with negativity. If you subconsciously keep track of all the things the world never gave you, you're likely going to end up a pessimist.
1: We talked about being in the presence of additive versus reductive personalities. Someone who believes they deserve whatever they want is the kind of person we wanna run away from. It becomes arrogance, it isn't inclusive, it's a selfish mindset and materializes as selfish behaviors.
0: I'll just quickly add that there are many studies out there on the importance of gratitude in the overall happiness of children beginning at age five. Instilling children with gratefulness at a young age helps them be happier children. And from a young age, they'll better understand how to become happier adults. And like we've discussed throughout the week, gratitude also leads to higher levels of optimism, higher levels of satisfaction, higher community involvement in teens. It also demonstrates a significant decrease in envy, depression, and materialism.
1: So how do we talk to kids about gratitude? We can start by understanding the difference between telling a kid to say thank you and helping them understand why they might be thankful. If you notice a situation where your child might experience gratitude, help them recognize the altruistic act. For example, if another kid on the playground lets them go first down the slide, remind them about that later. Talk to them about how nice that was and reflect with them about the kind act.
0: Or if someone gave them a gift, remind them of that when they're playing with it or wearing it later. Quickly recount the kindness of whoever gave them the gift. Beyond that, if your kids express gratitude on their own, acknowledge it right away and then reflect on it with them again later.
1: Obviously leading by example is key here as it often is with children. If you have kids, you know they pick up on every little thing, including half-heartedness or fake gestures. It's important that we're highly engaged with our children while playing with them, not distracted by other things, because these are the roots of self-worth. In the same way, we have to feel gratitude when we're talking to our kids about gratitude. The good news is that practicing more gratitude with your kids will lead to more gratitude in your life, too.
0: Start looking all around you for things to be grateful for and start saying it out loud. Find gratitude in the beautiful views, the weather, the dump truck that carries out your stinky trash. After all, what would happen if they didn't take it? It would get stinkier and stinkier and pile up higher and higher. Find gratitude in the food you're eating. Think about where it came from, who helped make it. Speak about all the people who helped get it to you.
1: Finally, implement times of reflection with your children, a time set aside specifically for gratitude. You can do it with a conversation, or you can keep a journal together. During this period of time, we want to notice the things we have to be grateful for. We want to think about why we've been given whatever it is we're thankful for. We want to feel the emotions you experience as a result of the things you've been given, and we want to express the appreciation we feel.
0: If today's topic is resonating with you, we welcome you to bring your thoughts over to our Instagram account at Good Risings, or you can find me at B McMuffin,
1: And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one.
0: If you're enjoying your time with us here on Grateful Grains, we'd love it if you drop us a good review. You know we appreciate the support. Have a fantastic weekend. We hope you join us again next week for Gratitude Week 2. We'll be putting this week's conversations to use.
1: Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today.
0: Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.